Greetings and salutations, and welcome back to episode three of Make That Make Sense. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it's much appreciated. Thank you for you know subscribing and sharing the podcast, reviewing it. Continue to do so. <laughs> but uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I like to always be coming from a place of gratitude every day because every day is a blessing. And today is also a blessing because today is the day of fellowship, as I like to refer to it, because today is Thanksgiving. But I like to refer to it as the day of fellowship because, you know, colonizers. But, <laughs> but hey, let's get into it. So if you follow me on Instagram, then you know I got a pet recently. Um, if you want to look me up on Instagram, not that I'm begging for followers, but sometimes you want to know the face behind the voice, you know, um, it's at Bridget period Nicole. But anywho, if you follow me on Instagram, because I am constantly documenting the good, the bad and the ugly and the bullshit of my life, then, you know, I got a pet recently. His name is Ben and, you know, he kind of showed up in my life unexpectedly. Well, I think it's a him. I don't know how he identifies, but uh, it better be a Ben and not a Bonita, though, because that would give me major anxiety when I get into how me and Ben met. Yeah. So um, anyway, Ben is a mouse. Yep. I have a pet mouse that I was forced to adopt because the little motherfucker ran from under my bed and caught me completely off guard. That's basically what happened. Now, granted, when I moved to New York, I set my expectations on mice and rats and rodents and New York just being a nasty place. Let's just be honest. New York is nasty. It's I wonder if it's the nastiest place in the United States. Probably is. I love New York. I do. But it is nasty. But um, I set my expectations about mice and rats. You know, I knew I would encounter them. This this is the New York way. <laughs> and my aunt told me that, you know, sometimes she would catch baby baby mouse in the house, baby mice in the house. And I was like, okay, I'm prepared for that if the day shall come. But I'm thinking my room is upstairs. So how is a mouse going to get upstairs to bother me anyway? And to be quite honest, I still don't know how the motherfucker got upstairs, but I assume with everyone living so close up here, then I, I assume there's got to be some, I don't know, underground railroad for mouse, for mice to, you know, travel through. So, anywho, Ben, the mouse currently living in my room, rent-free, not paying any bills. I don't know how the hell he's eating, but obviously he's eating good and living the lavish life. Ben decides, you know what? I think it's time that I introduce myself. So I'm chilling on a Sunday afternoon, binging TV, totally unwinding. You know, I'm high as hell. And I see a mouse just walk in my eyesight across the room under my shoe rack. And it's almost like he paused a bit when he saw himself in my eyesight. He kept walking, but he also kind of paused like on some, hey, bitch. 
I heard you thought you was acclimated to New York, but actually I've been living under your bed and I just wanted to say, hey, and continues to walk under my shoe rack as if he had an appointment to get to. So I'm sitting there mouth agape like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, I was pissed. I was pissed more. I was shocked, but I was pissed because now I have a problem that I actually have to solve because I don't want to be living with no damn mouse under my bed, chilling and shit. And I'm like, so now I got to kill this motherfucker. And I'm like, but how do I, I've never killed a mouse. I've killed big spiders and roaches and water bugs and whatever other insect you might encounter. But I've never actually had to kill like a rodent. Ew. I don't even like, I don't even like killing the big spiders and having to dispose of them. Cause you know, you got to actually pick it up to dispose of it. I don't even like that part. So now I got to kill this mouse and dispose of it. And Ben ain't no baby. Mm -mm, Ben ain't no baby. Now he's not overly big, but he ain't no baby. So I'm, I'm like just sitting there in shock, like, wow, this is really happening right now. And I have a problem that I can't delay. Like I actually have to fix this problem right now. And I really don't want to do that. (laughs) So I sat there for a while thinking maybe he'll come back out. But I'm like, if he come back out, what you going to do? What you going to kill him with? You going to say, hello, my name is Bridget. Nice to meet you. That motherfucker going to go right up under the bed. The shoe boxes of maze, the, the maze of shoe boxes that's under there. Not my shoe boxes, but like there's a maze of shoe boxes under my bed. So he's living comfortably. Like he's living the lavish life. Cause as an animal, like he's secure. He has security. And it's like, fuck you, Ben. So long story short, I went downstairs and left my door open thinking maybe he'll leave my room and go somewhere else. And I know my aunt will kill him because she's good at killing him leave my room left the door open went downstairs and got the broom because I know that people be like that's how you kill a mouse or whatever like old school way anyway go upstairs and I'm sitting on the edge of my bed with my broom and I'm like all right Ben if you're still in here I'm ready no I wasn't I was not prepared nor ready to kill no mouse I've never killed a mouse I I don't like I just I didn't have a combat strategy for it. <laughs> I just knew that I got a broom. I'm going to hit this nigga. He going to die and that's going to be the end of it. And if you know me, then you know if I'm about to kill something, I normally hype myself up and I talk shit to it like, "Yeah, how dare you come in my space? Today is your last day on earth." God, I don't know. Black people love talking shit to stuff before they kill them, you know, insects and shit. I wasn't talking shit. I was just waiting. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ben decided, okay, she said she ready. Let me see. Let me see if this bitch is bitch made. And I was. This nigga comes from under the shoe rack, sees that I'm standing there with the broom. And when I say he hightailed it back under that shoe rack like he was Mighty Mouse, I was like, Oh, so you fast, you fast, fast. So now I'm really like, I'm definitely not prepared to kill this motherfucker because I got to be able to kill him and he's fast. Like, I didn't know mice were fast like that. Like, I was legit, like, shocked. And it was at that moment that I realized Ben is going to live today. 
And Ben is probably going to live the rest of the week because I do not have, I just don't have the mental space right now, the mental energy to deal with killing this motherfucker and driving him from from up under my bed. I just, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. He's clearly fast. He's clearly been living here for a while. It's not really right to evict him without notice. So I'm like, yeah, you got it, Ben. You got it because... As long as you stay under my bed and not in my sight and not bothering me, I'm gonna let you live for now because I just don't, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the space for this. I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the bandwidth. Do your thing. So in conclusion, my Disney princess name is Fifi. Yep. I'm a Disney princess now because I have a pet mouse, a pet mouse that I talk to when I'm bored. His name is Ben. We have a good kiki about how I can't catch him and how long he's been living here and basically how I got to deal with it. You know, it is what it is. Cue the Disney music. Cue the Prince too while you're at it. But I am going to get Ben out of my room because it's some rodent. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be living with no mouse under my bed. I just, I had to think of a game plan on how to get him out of my room. He's still there currently and he will be there through the holiday weekend. It is the holidays. I do have a heart. But uh, one of my friends on Instagram actually gave me a really good suggestion on how to how to get rid of him with act- without actually having to kill him. And I like his suggestion because I don't want to have to kill anything. You know, like it's a mouse. He got mouse friends. He got a mouse family. It better not be under my damn bed. But, you know, I don't want to have to kill him, you know. So if I can get rid of him without having to kill him, I'd much rather do that. So... Fingers crossed. Hopefully that works. Hopefully by episode four, I have an update that Ben is gone because Ben, Ben is talkative. Okay. Motherfucker be chirping loud as fuck under my bed, chirping before my alarm goes off. And that's where you went wrong, Ben. Okay. We could have been friends, but what you're not going to do is wake me up before my alarm go off. You got the game all fucked up. Hmm. So what has my mind perplexed this week? What do we need to make sense of? Hmm. Definitely not the verdict of that murderer who went free. He shall remain nameless because, as I said before, this is America with the triple K. And I'll say it again. Don't you ever fucking forget it. But we can acknowledge the verdict in the Ahmaud Aubrey case. Um, that's some good news. I mean, it's I guess it's bittersweet because, I mean... I felt a sense of peace when I saw that the men accountable, the men responsible for his death were being held accountable. But I also, it just, I don't know, like it kind of like, it triggered my spirit because I was kind of like, I was kind of like somewhat sad, like the rest of the day. And I just remember like being glad that I was going to Orange Theory today to work out because I was like, I'm going to run extra hard just for a mod today and if you know me then you know I am not a runner but I was like I'm, I'm gonna just run this off because he's not here and he should be here and but I'm glad that there was some sort of justice for his senseless murder but yeah man I don't know um, I'm, I'm probably getting some um getting some PTSD of just being black and existing in America because yeah, I don't know. I'm glad justice was served to a certain degree, but 
I wish he were still here. And that's, that's all there is to it, you know? But enough of that. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. Let's get to the American Music Awards, the AMA Awards, because that's why we're here today, people. Let's make that make sense, because, woo, honey, what the fuck was that? See, I'm going to need the American Music Awards to sit the fuck down and judge something else besides music, because how the fuck do pop artists win the R&B categories? Hmm. Make that make sense. The shit is beyond, it's beyond disrespectful to the few R&B artists that we have. And the R&B artists in those categories was giving real R&B. Yet somehow, Doja Cat, whose album is listed as a pop album, and The Weeknd, whose album is listed as R&B and soul, but, and listen, I'm a fan of The Weeknd, okay? I'm a fan of The Weeknd, but The Weeknd, baby... Your music is not R&B and soul. Your music is making me feel like I just popped a molly without actually popping a molly. But again, I love your music. However, Doja Cat and The Weeknd should have never been nominated into any R&B category. You got Doja Cat beating out Jasmine Sullivan? Are you fucking kidding me? Do, do, excuse me, the masterpiece that she gave us? with hotels and (laughs) i just it's disrespectful she should have never been nominated and i'm truly offended and the weekend beat out giveon and tank what giveon and tank i know chris brown was in the category too but i mean and i'm not chris brown is r&b but when i think of like male r&b artists I feel like Giveon and Tank is giving me more authentic R&B. Chris Brown is giving me more hip-hop R&B. Giveon and Tank, they giving me that R&B like, that I want to feel in my soul. That R&B that I want to cry and stare out the window when, the, when it's raining outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, Not that Chris Brown don't give good music or whatnot, but I just, in that category, the weekend beat out Giveon and Tank. And I have issues with that. Doja beat out her, Jasmine Sullivan, and Queen Naja. Like, again, real R&B artists. And you gave the awards to some pop artists? Pop? I don't understand. It's disrespectful. Because if you're a fan of R&B music, then, like, I feel like R&B music is coming back to the forefront But for a while, I feel like R&B music was getting watered down and getting pushed to the pop genre. It was getting pushed to hip hop and we was losing R&B. But now we have R&B artists, male and female, who are actually producing R&B albums and songs and hits. Hits. And you gave best R&B album, a collection of music, an album to Doja Cat. Are you fucking kidding me? And I know we like to say awards don't matter. You know, awards don't validate your contributions. You know, we don't need awards to know that we're worthy and blah, blah, blah. And yes, that can be true. Two things can be true at the same time because awards don't matter, but they kind of do matter. You know, awards are not going to stop an artist from eating or whatnot. 
But, you know, awards do put that limelight on you, you know, awards do put that extra oomph to your name. And when you got a little extra razzle dazzle on your name, you get more bookings, you get bigger bookings, you get better bookings. So we can't just say that awards don't matter because they kind of do. And as a fan of Jasmine Sullivan, I want her to win all the awards because she's long. She is long overdue to collect all the awards. I want the Grammys. I want the billboards. I want the AMAs. I want whatever music award that you got out there because she deserves all the things. However, she seems to always be overlooked somehow. So give sis her things because who's going to match her vocally? There's only a few that can do it. But as far as the ones that are currently out right now, who's going to match her vocally? I'll wait. Give my sister her things. And while we're at it, let her sing the national anthem again at the Super Bowl. Because whose idea was it for her to do a duet at the Super Bowl? My sister don't need no help. She don't need no help. I'm still mad about that. And as far as the men go, like, again, I'm a fan of The weekend, but he's not giving me R&B. He's not giving me R&B and soul. He's just not. He's giving me pop to Molly and I'm rolling. I'm rolling and I'm enjoying this right now because I really do enjoy his music, but not on an R&B and soul kind of way. They wasted that nomination because Lucky Day should have been in that category. He wasn't even nominated in that category. I don't understand. Like, who's behind this? Who is behind this? There's got to be some mayonnaise, people, because it's not making sense. I would have gave it to Gibeon off Heartbreak Anniversary. He would have won off Heartbreak Anniversary alone for me. But you can't do that when you nominate The Weeknd. And I'm going to tell you why. So although Doja Cat and The Weeknd should have never been nominated in these categories. And I just want to emphasize, I don't have nothing against either of these artists. I love both of them. But they are not R&B in my eyes. They should have never been nominated in these categories. However, we the fans are partially to blame for them winning. And I say partially because they were still nominated and we, I don't think we have any say-so in the nominations. But the winners, well, y'all ain't gonna like this, but according to the AMA website, the winners are chosen by the fans entirely. So, you know, like actual voting apparently. And me and my black ass, I'm thinking um, black Twitter, you know, because black Twitter was in such an uproar about this. I just assumed that it was other people, you know, selecting the winners. I didn't think the fans had anything to do with it. But no, it's 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 us. We got to vote. We got to vote, y'all. But I don't I also don't recall seeing any ads or marketing to vote, so I kind of feel like it's a little bullshit behind it too. But basically next year or whenever the next AMA awards is, we need to do our part and actually vote for the artists that we feel deserve to win, especially in the R&B category, y'all. I swear they trying to turn R&B music into some bubblegum pop shit, and I'm just not here for it, okay? I was born in 1984, and I enjoy real R&B music. Well, my friends, like I said, it's a holiday, so I don't want to take up your time. I want you to fellowship with your family and friends and love on your people and let them know that you love them. Actually say that shit because words mean things. Enjoy your day of fellowship, however you choose to spend it. And remember, you don't need everyone to love you. Just a few good people. 
So let's be thankful for the family we have, whether we're near or far, blood or not. Family is family. And hell, you know what? Y'all listening to me, so y'all family. All right, I'm out. Stay thriving. Stay surviving. Peace.